Hello and good day everyone, welcome to another episode of Magic, the first Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here by my co-host and uh, one of our favorite little guests. Hey everybody, it's Ryan, it's the uh, Cardboard Samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan and special guest, thank you for joining us, how are you? Hello, I'm doing fine, I'm Claudio and I'm back again. Yeah, like a uh, special guest sounds a lot better than uh, whatever I said there. So <laughs> welcome, Claudio. Welcome. Uh, we know that it has been an interesting week for the world of Pioneer. Uh, if anyone's missed it, I think we'll we'll spoil what the episode is about with the big news, which is that we got bannings this week and mm. some pretty significant ones. You know, not a huge hit to the entire format, but definitely took a couple decks down some big notches. So those two bands were Winota Joiner of Forces and Expressive Iteration were both banned mm. on Monday. You want to just jump right into it? Anybody got a hot take? You know, I think my takes are reasonably, what's the right word, tepid here. You know, uh-huh. like, I don't think they're anything too wild. I've got some interesting uh, points here to make. And, you know, I put out my very first thoughts with the Playing Pioneer post that mm-hmm. was made about it. I know, Claudio, you've already recorded an episode uh, talking about this with uh, the TAC team. Mm-hmm. I'm most of the way through that episode. I don't think I had quite finished it, so I might not have, uh, have to too to many questions afterwards. to ask specifically about that. Yeah, you'll have to listen to that because I think that's also worth And, you know, we're, we're also happy to shout that out. Go ahead and listen to him and Mar- Harry13 and Niv something. Uh, we're all on a talk together from the TAC team uh, also discussing this banning, which... I think pretty significant. So I'm interested to see so, how Ryan's takes are different as well as, uh, you know, just now that you've had another day to stew on it. So Claudio doesn't have a hot take, you're saying? Uh, uh, no, you're welcome. That was just I know, my spoiler. Is that a spoiler? Is, yeah, is that a hot take? Yeah, I don't have a hot take. That's, that's, a, that's uh, my hot take. Yeah, my hot Do you take, have a hot take here, Ryan? Uh, yeah, my hot take is, well, I mean, like, basically I was going to ask you guys if you agree with the banning um, of both, you know, Winota and Expressive. But let's start with Winota. I, I disagree. I don't think that she needed a banning. In fact, my hot take is that we should have had an unbanning to deal with Winoda. And I'll, I'll probably go into that a little bit more in, in depth in the future. And I think that's just because um, every format kind of needs a boogeyman. Um, it's not... I wouldn't say that it was actually, you know, changing the format that much to have... Uh, Winona at the top uh, of like the aggro mm-hmm. things. You can still play other decks. Uh, a lot of people were just saying people need to play more. Uh, what, what do you call more interaction? I think that's also true. Is that everybody wants to do their own thing in Pioneer? They want to go off with their combo, etc. And they refuse to play games. You know where they have to make you know various choices or. Um, you know, uh, you know, see different lines and stuff. They just want to play the easiest way possible, and that's my hot take uh, about the Winona banning. I mean, what do you? So, what was your guys's uh, take? Maybe. So, I'd love to respond to that. So, I think that. So, your first point of whether or not it was necessary. I think that there are multiple reasons why you can ban something. You know, I'd said before that this ban actually happened. That if Winona gets banned, it's not going to be because it's you know seventy percent win rate, anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's not fun to play against and i think that's a it can be a valid reason to look for a ban so you were talking about you know we should be finding things to beat winota but there are just hands that you are never ever going to beat on winota you know even if you're playing more interaction there's a lot of interaction that doesn't work well against the deck you know how many shocks do you have to play to beat a hand of like you know chariot and what's the uh the two drop um the elemental 
Voice of Resurgence. Voice, yeah. Oh, yeah. Voice of Resurgence into Chariot into Tovalar's Huntmaster. It doesn't matter if you're running 50 shocks in your deck. You're never going to be able to kill all of those creatures effectively. So it's not just like play more removal. There are, you're still going to lose games to it that are completely out of your hands. So it really takes out the agency of the other player where even in a good matchup against Winota, you can feel like you have zero impact on the game, as well as it just being a very strong deck, having a good win rate, having a consistent rate where it's been showing up for the last, you know, eight months at least now, almost a year. Mm. So for me, all that adds up to, yes, I think it's perfectly reasonable to ban this card. Okay. And Claudio, anything you want to add then? Yeah, I would say that I think it's also a reasonable ban, but like if I... If you played against Winota once in a while, like I don't think the card would would have been banned. But I, yeah, I I can see it like all the reasons why it it got banned. Like the the card, mm-hmm. like the deck might not have been winning that much, but you want it or not, it was setting the speed of the format. Like everything I... that uh, that was viable is because mm-hmm. it managed to deal with Winota on. One way, one way or another, and those were the viable decks. So, yeah, and, I think that's fair. yeah, and like not, uh, and I think uh-huh. you know, to your point, that's also this is kind of still fallout from Luris getting banned. Is mm-hmm. that when Luris was around, Winota was a good deck, but it was a small piece of the meta because mm-hmm. it was one of eight aggro decks. And now that all of those Luris aggro decks got banned, it's kind of the one aggro deck. So that's where it got the meta share. Mm, I think it also got more cards. That was a, like maybe a combination of it. Like maybe Winota was bad against the uh, Rakdos, Loros decks that were very interactive, like Arcanist and Anvil. But now those decks don't exist anymore. I think that's yeah. Winota just got better tools. Let me say all. this. Mm-hmm. I think Winota's problem. It's a. I think it's a popularity problem and not so much a power problem because you know we didn't see a lot of top eights with it. Yes, everybody wanted to play it and everyone hates facing it because people like playing it. It's it's a fun deck to play. You know, it does stupid things and that's like a lot of other decks in the format. People like to play their combo decks because they do stupid things or. You know, any other cards, like really powerful cards, because they do stupid things. Yeah. And, you know, if, if the. I'd say if we gave it a little bit more time, I think Winota could have been hated out. People could have switched to something else. Again, that's just my hot take. I, I think, think that deck was not. Problem. The deck was not doing that well because it was being heavily suppressed by every, everyone playing a lot mm-hmm. of hate for it. And, like, you could argue if that's something you really want. Because not every deck can afford to play, or even has the tools to beat a turn four Winota, mm-hmm. uh, and we mm-hmm. don't even need to talk about like the very solid uh, B plan. Like, okay. If I'm playing like deck like humans, yeah, if I'm playing if I'm playing deck like humans, for example, like my deck mm-hmm. my deck might be awesome, but I don't have access to a removal spell that can deal with Winota. Mm. If you get what I mean. Yeah, if you want to do unfair things and you build your whole deck around that, that's fine, but you can just play a perfectly fair game and mm. have an extremely strong beatdown plan and still have that free I'm doing unfair things button. So okay. that, that's really what about Fubanota. I want to come back to the conversation, though, of did it have to be banned because we had one other card banned and I'd kind of like to look at it on a mm. standalone. So, you know, some people were like, okay, well, you're taking down Winota. Let's also take down other things by banning expressive iteration. I don't want to look at it like that yet. If nothing else was changing, how would you feel about an expressive iteration ban on its own right now? 
I think the band was really smart. I, I thought that the band of iteration was puzzling when I first looked at it, but the more I think about it, like the band is really smart because the blue red archetypes were very well represented. Like there were multiple mm -hmm. types of blue red decks, and if you really wanted to hit all of them, but in a way that would leave some of them viable, as mm. hitting cruise was not enough because not not all of them played cruise. And iteration, well, bunny iteration makes the the decks that are playing the devil spells way more vulnerable to hate, which is something I like. Either Narset or just Grievous hate. So I think the band mm -hmm. is really smart. I agree on that. As far as what they banned, I really like that it was expressive iteration. I think there was a time where I liked the idea of banning something like Phoenix itself to nerf Phoenix. But right now, yeah, there's so many versions of Blue-Red. You know, the Narset versions don't play Phoenix. You've got the Tempo versions that are not playing, you know, some of the other... You, you can't just ban Thing in the Ice. You can't just ban Phoenix. You mm -hmm. couldn't just ban Ledger Shredder. Not that they would. But a any one of those wouldn't take down every build of the deck. Whereas Expressive Federation was a four of in every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say there's probably a lot of workarounds, a lot of other cards you could put in there that maybe not are not as good. Because I know card like um, in the past uh, the blue red decks were playing um, what was it like Is It Charm or something like that. And not as good, of course, but uh, there's definitely workarounds for it. Whereas with with Noda, you know. There was just nothing you could do except for take Winota to get rid of, yeah, you yeah. know that that archetype. But yeah, I agree with you, Claudio. That this is, this is kind of a smart one because it kind of hits everything, but doesn't destroy everything. It doesn't, you know, totally destroy the archetype. Because mm -hmm. yep. people can't. Yeah, I'd agreed on that. People can't do as broken of things. And, and as far as whether or not it deserved a ban, I think that I am on the train that I like it. Uh, it wasn't overwhelming. Again, it wasn't like a insane win rate i would say that you know maybe other formats have higher win rate decks right now but i do like that blue red has been so dominant for so long and seems to be just on the upswing uh, even with like everything else going on the format i think that it makes sense to shake it up a little bit and this seems to be the right way to do it uh, i can't think of anything else that would more be maybe deserving of a ban right now morbin hey, time claudia was this in your um niv mizzet deck <laughs> sorry yeah it was a Niv? Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do now that that's gone? I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty replaceable. Uh, the card in the deck was more about like finding lands in the early game. So mm -hmm. I'm probably just replacing that. With, uh, I'm thinking I'm just playing more ramp and playing maybe something else that's good in the late game so I have more threats. I might, I was actually testing like going back to Scarab God and cards like that. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to have to wait like to see how the format settles. I have some ideas uh, about how how it are how things are going to go, but mm -hmm. I might be wrong, you know. And I think that's a good segue into my next question. I want to ask you guys. Is well, before you, oh, yeah. I just what, what, I want to make one more point on whether or not Deserty Band is linking them back together. You know, if we're taking down Winota, I don't hate the idea of let's also hit the other decks, but I also kind of see it as the other way around. You know, Blue-Red was always, always, always good against Winota. It was one of the best things to play if you know you're going to be in a meta of a lot of Winota. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you think that Expressive Iteration had to be banned, 
it makes sense that you have to ban Winota as well, because if you took Blue-Red out of the format, Winota would be miles and miles ahead the best deck in the format to play. So Mm -hmm. I think that these two bans together make even more sense than either one of them does individually. Yeah, because if you really think about it, the decks that were suppressing Winota were like the Lightning Axe, Reckless Reckless Rage decks. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, okay, to move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, like I was going to say, um, I was asking Claudio about iteration, what he's going to do now that that's gone. How does that affect his deck? And just in general, um, after these bans, what decks would you say get better and which ones get worse? Like, does you, does, you know, is it Control, is it Prowess, and is it Phoenix? Do they get worse? I mean, are they noticeably worse, or are they going to be okay? Like, I think that you might have to think about if there's any reason to play Blue Red Prowess anymore instead of Blue Red. Mm-hmm. You have to think long and hard about this, because the iteration was really important. The deck the deck was, is like, to play Cruising Pioneer, you have to work for it to some extent. Mm-hmm. And... The deck doesn't really want to play cards like Is a Charm, Chart of Cars, Pieces mm-hmm. of the Puzzle. So I'm not sure the deck is going to keep existing, especially now that you don't need Reckless Rage anymore. So mm-hmm. it might just default to go back to Monorad. Mm. Would you say that, That's a really good point. Would you say that also kind of raises uh, Thing in the Ice's uh, value in the metagame as well? I think so, but that's mostly because now, now that we know that it's bad, Mono Green is going to be really popular, I think. And think mm-hmm. Ice is a way to beat the deck. Mm. Which is interesting because like the other the other decks like um, Phoenix are adopting Shredder now instead of Thing in the Ice. Mm-hmm. Because it's a card that works better with its own plan, but you might want to play Thing in the Ice instead. Because of the rest of the meta, like depending on how things shake out, it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. But I think like Phoenix is definitely keeps uh, being a good deck. Blue red control is a bit iffy. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what you re- replace uh, iteration with. It, I think mm-hmm. it has to be a card advantage spell. Like I was thinking about front inventory. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That okay. that might be something you can try. That's the draw for each one in your uh, library? Or no, in your uh, it's two mana draw. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. like, if you have one in your graveyard, it's plus one. If you have two, you get plus two, and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I think all, all three versions are kind of going to be looking for more card advantage. So the control one, I think that's a tough question where they'll find it for cheap. I think Phoenix will go back to being, you know, four pieces of the puzzle if they weren't still on that. You know, just because it's a two-for-one, which is what Expressive was so good for. Yeah, you just go the back to being decks. A, a time walk deck, I think. And maybe the Prowess decks will run light up the stage. You know, that that's reasonable, mm. I think, mm. for them. But again, that's kind of more like Mono Red. So maybe at some point you have to look at, is it worth splashing the blue rather than playing uh, more of your utility lands? Hey, well, you still get your, uh, uh, what is it, the um, Delver of Secrets, too. You play that in the blue-red deck. That's fun, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know no. about that. But hey, it's a it is a good time to be brewing right now. Yeah, I certainly yeah. feel that. Um, I didn't feel like the meta had gotten stale, but I do still feel a big burst of energy from people. You know, seeing that f- things overall feel more open. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 
don't know if that was a question you wanted to go into or if you want me to just roll right into talking about stuff. Well, I mean, I wanted to go over like what, what decks get better now. Okay, okay, yeah. We talked about what decks get worse. I, that, I'm guessing there's nothing really that's getting worse from these matchups other than the blue-red decks. So um, is, are there any decks that will noticeably stand out to you? Um, I, like for Bla example, uh, Black-red might be getting worse, I think. Yeah? Hmm. Because... Black-red was, like, okay against... Uh, against Winota. Winota, definitely. Yeah. And Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now... I'm not sure, like I'm not sure how good the mono green is. Oh, sorry, the deck is against mono green, which mm. is a big winner from this banding, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting point. On the other hand, I think that black red is always exceptionally good against blue white, which I would otherwise say is another big winner coming out of this. Control, so you mean? Those three, yeah, blue white control. So those three for me form a little bit of maybe a rock paper scissors. If we see one of them really take off, it'll push down one of the other two or yeah one of the other two okay. but i think that those three are all ones that kind of need to be discussed is yeah mono green i think had a really bad winota matchup yeah. that will come out of hiding control i feel like also is happy to see both of those decks gone uh they had a little bit of trouble with each of them um i think yeah like maybe blue white was kind of bad against prowess but you are fine against the other two variants, so you might be happy to see Prowess gone because you can play, you can, like you can just play Rest in Peace and deal with the Phoenix deck that way. Yeah. Uh, I heard Lotus combos can be really popular now just because one of its worst matchups was, um, you know, playing against Winoda. That's you know, a just, bit it hit so hard. That's a bit tricky though because like on one hand Winota got banned, but Winota was, was suppressing another really bad matchup. Which is mono green, so I'm not mm. sure Lotus changes super much. Yeah, well, that's another one that has some good guys out of this, has some bad guys out of this. I could see it go either way. Mm -hmm. uh, what about aggro? Look at some other notes. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, what about aggro? Are there any of those? I know most people stopped playing all those Luris decks that were Luris decks before because Winota was the de facto aggro deck. Do those get a second chance now? Like, will, for example, will Insul come back? Or will Auras come back? Any of those old Luris decks? I think you have to play aggro decks that are good against uh, Blue-White, and those are not super good against Blue-White. I think Mono-Red gets a second win now. Mm -hmm. Like, Mono-Red mm -hmm. mono, mono Red is kind of pretty decent against most decks. Mm -hmm. um, we I've might seen Heroic getting more popular, too. Yeah, so definitely those two I want to mention. Let's let fin Claudio finish here. I'm not sure how good that deck is against Black Red. I can see it being tough, but like people are playing Fiend Slayer Paladin in the sideboard, like it might be might be fine af after board, like show down the scouts, you just go a bit bigger. Mm -hmm. Um The big the biggest question mark in the agro decks category is like are the company decks going to be good now? Like the mm. the decks I've talked mm. about before, like that couldn't afford to play removal for Winota. Uh, like green so white like toxins or humans for example are really bad yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. are, are decks like that going to be good now mm. uh, yeah i mean the definitely answer is that i don't know i mean you still want to uh if you want to play aggro and you want uh you know value you have to play collected company pretty much and uh, i think that was just like the the thing is like do you play winota and get a bunch of cards in a play or 
do you play Collected Company? And Collected Company did not see a lot of play because of Winoda. So yeah I, kinda... yeah, I don't see it quite as binary. I, I lean more towards the fact that Collective Company decks couldn't play very much removal, mm-hmm. and that made it very, very hard to fight Winota. Yep. So mm-hmm. I think Humans is one I'm keeping an eye on. Mm-hmm. I definitely like Mono Red. Uh, you know, anything that we're looking at that, you know, the whole of Winota is gone. If people go to slower decks, if they're going to Mono Green, if they're going to Lotus Field, if they're going to Blue White, mm-hmm. any of those I'd be happy to play Mono Red into. And I think that Heroic has a little bit of the same thing where Mono Red, Heroic both had to really stretch their sideboards to have enough answers to Winota. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to play like sweepers in your aggro deck. You had to play a lot of four like damage Stephanie things that could Clarion kill Winota. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, or the, uh, the Exile one that I can never remember the name of. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things mm-hmm. like that. Getting to free up a lot of your sideboard as well as pulling out a bad matchup seems great for both of those lists. So I like Heroic as well. Um, I think I like Mono Red more. The other one I think to mention as far as aggro tempo is Spirits. Uh, mm-hmm. Has been around for quite a bit, and I think maybe it gets better. You know, it uh, can certainly not mind not having the super removal heavy blue reds in the format and not having all of the Winota, just because Winota can be a bad matchup for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um It'd be interesting where that one lands as far as what decks it's good against. Uh, I would love to hear, Claudio, what is your opinion on Spirits versus the Mono Green deck? Because I've heard people on both sides say that it's heavily favored one way or the other. I kind of put it somewhere in the middle, but it's really hard to say who's favored in that matchup. Yeah. What version of of Spirits are we talking about? Because I think that... Just the Mono Blue version. The Mono Blue version? Hmm... It's kind of like a tempo deck, right? It's got some counter spells and I think that if you're on the player favorite. Hmm. Because I at, so at this game one. I can see it being play draw dependent. Yeah. yeah. Post Bard I think you get a lot of play with witness protection. So I think that matchup I don't know, I think you can leverage a lot of play skill. But because like Cavalry of Tarns is not really beating you, you have like Shackle Guys. But like I, I have never played the matchup before. But I would imagine oh, that okay. it's like pretty fifty-fifty. Like, but like mostly because I'm just equating player player draw. But I think it's very player draw dependent, as I said. Okay, that's a good way to put it. I, I've just I've been asking everyone I know who's a pioneer expert on it because I've heard a lot of opinions on that matchup. So yeah, I, I, to I yeah like, gather the consensus. Like I said, I never played the matchup. I could be wrong, but I it feels to me like that's how the game should play out. If you manage to go among the spirits, like yeah, like you're not you're not drives going to beat them. Like enchantment plus snare counter counter kill you. Mm-hmm. And that, so I had a uh-huh. point I wanted to make that's kind of a broader... Oh, once once you're done with uh, your thoughts. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that that's kind of only in the game one. Like, they can also, if they're on the play, they can go elf throw and, like, you're dead. But... Yeah. Post-bard, like, as I said, you have the witness protection, so I could... And, like, the only deck that improves post-bard is spirits. Like, Monogreen doesn't have a sidebar, so you have to keep that in mind. That's true. How many disdainful <laughs> strokes are you playing? Uh, things like that can swing the matchup. Mm. okay all right so the point i wanted to make you know it's been most of a week since the bands a lot of people have said a lot of things about them already but one thing that kind of caught my eye is one of my favorite articles from last year was talking about the six pillars of pioneer Mm -hmm. and at that time they were saying that it was you know lurus decks 
it was the turn one elf decks. It was the delve decks, you know, anything playing a delve spell. It was Thoughtseize decks. Mm-hmm. And it was turn... It, they, they call them, like, caryatid decks or, like... Uh, so at that time, it was, you know, Lotus... Not Lotus, um, Ascendancy. It was Niv. It was Enigmatic Incarnation. It was anything running Omnath. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I'm missing one more is uh, probably red decks. I'm guessing uh, I would have to uh, look at my at the article again. So this banned out one of those pillars, sort of, but n- not really. Um, it, that's kind of where I was looking at is like, how does this affect the pillars of the format? So definitely it's a little bit different now. We lost Luris, so those decks are gone. I feel that control has kind of filled that place. But what's really been gone for me is like those Sylvan Caryatid three four color decks we haven't seen an omnath cost cast in pioneer for quite a while Mm -hmm. so i think that turn one elf decks can survive this ban i think that the delve decks can survive the enigmatic ban and we're almost going to get a pillar back if you can play things like niv mizzet again if you can play things like omnath decks again Mm -hmm. we've been seeing these green red ramp decks as well Uh, so i especially wanted to bring this question up with claudio here is where do you feel niv is positioned because that was one that really sprung to mind where Winota's gone. People are going to be going kind of mid-range. We were just talking about red-black being in a good spot. How good would it feel to just pull out Niv-Mizzet right now? Yeah, I think that Niv is kind of a big winner with this uh, with this banning. Like I, the, the Winota matchup was alright, but the blue-red decks got weaker. That's the most important thing. And if like if one of the most popular archetypes got nerfed, you you are a big winner because I think the deck is good against mono green. You also crush black red. Mm-hmm. So that left blue white as a question mark. <laughs> but yeah, I think the deck's more well positioned now. And now that like speaking of Omnath decks in general, like I think Niv is in a good place. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Omnath decks in general, now that you don't. Like for example, now you can maybe try to play the Genesis Ultimaton type style decks because that those decks didn't like that's kind of a style of deck that can't run that much interaction. Mm-hmm. And now you can just try to go over the top of like black, red, blue, white control. So you yeah, might so previously if you're putting a, a seven seven to play or or a you know tighten into play uh-huh. they can still go over that with winota yeah that's the points pretty easily yeah yeah i'm having trauma thinking about my black red mid-range matchup against niv mizzet it's like oh i'm gonna get rid of this with my thoughtsies and okay i'll draw seven cards no yeah you know we got to apologize to ryan a little bit you know his pet card he always wants to play is waste not and yeah, you're actually kind of seeing it show up as a deck yeah and uh, i think a big reason for that was because it was so good against ledger, ledger shredder, shredder yeah. and, <laughs> and oh no Fable. blue red prowess yeah yeah well i think i saw someone doing that like they were they were playing against uh they're playing prowess Mm-hmm. against the uh, Waste Not deck and they got collect- Collective Defiance and it was just like horrendous for them the Waste yeah, Not game yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, interesting as well Like peop- in the Ledger Shredder space people are trying different builds now because now you don't have mm-hmm. to play Blue Red like you can't pl- people are trying Blue Black uh, mm-hmm. Black Ledger Shredder with things in the eyes like, uh, I think Timo has been doing that so 
Yeah, and that's a nice thing they did. The fact that they banned the blue-red card, it lets you play blue decks without having to play red. You kind of mm-hmm. already hit on that. But they kind of called it out in the article of wanting to give blue its powerful cards without it having to be blue-red specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right. Well, do you guys mind if I ask you a quick question? You know, we have all these sad um, Winota players out oh, there. Oh, I hate now. it when you ask me quick questions. That's why I'm on a podcast with you talking yeah. about questions every week. <laughs> Um, but you know how there's going to be a lot of sad people, a lot of sad Winona players out here. What can they do with their cards? Like, what would you recommend they do with their cards now? You know, they have this Naya mana base and a bunch of humans. Like, uh, is there a deck they can move into? I know some people, when their favorite card gets banned, they're just like, oh, I quit. I'm not going to play this format anymore. I'm interested what uh, Claudio's answer is here, because I think it's a great question, and it's not one that the meta has given an answer to yet. Yeah, like... Looking at the Winota deck, I think the easiest pivot you could make is like the old Crew Rubble Master deck. Uh, mm-hmm. How good that deck is, I'm not sure. Uh, mm. If I would have to guess, I would say it's not great. There's like the also the Combat Celebrants deck, like. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I helped bring that one into light um I, I think i'm excited to see where it goes i think that there are cards that aren't quite as powerful as winota that were very much sitting in the waiting room for this ban mm-hmm. and i'm interested to see if any of them see play you know i would love to see some ember cleave again mm-hmm. i would love to see some you know like helen elena i think is a reasonable card i think the four mana arlen cord is a very reasonable card like it's a powerful card that plays well alongside stuff like chariot alongside things like the Fable of the Mirror Breaker that'll mm-hmm. be good in any of these red, yeah. green, X yeah. decks. You know, maybe we'll see more Clothis. Um, I think there's just a lot of powerful green, red cards that just haven't been seeing play in a while. So we'll see if one of those come back. You know, maybe Questing Beast, maybe uh, maybe the three mana things like Steel Leaf Champion hasn't been seen mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I, I just remember today about the old Laydon, the player Laydon, the red, green, mid-range-ish at deck that was playing like glory bringers mm-hmm. and stuff that did really well yeah. in the past like maybe that's something you can explore again mm-hmm. the, the deck was a bit different but uh it was using some of the same cards yeah i mean yeah we got uh i think green white humans is another possible you know if you want to go just two colors instead of three colors um you know, like you said naya or gruel uh, I think, you know, there's also, like, the green-white aggro deck if you want to still play your voice of resurgences and stuff like that, too. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Like, you could play the green-white taxes deck that's, that people are playing. Uh, mm-hmm. You get to use a lot of the same cards, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Archons and stuff. Yeah, so don't give up on the Pioneer format yet. I'm just, you know, try, try out yeah, some Yeah, like, builds. before before selling your cards, you should wait it yeah. out a little bit. You might be able to use them somewhere else. Yeah. There's definitely a couple options uh, available to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, next topic. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about unbannings now. And, you know, like, I, this is actually one of the things that I thought maybe they should have done instead of banning Winota. Uh, but they ended up just banning her instead. So will we ever see Winota get unbanned? And... If we do, what needs to happen in the Pioneer format for it to be unbanned? 
I would say no, never going to get unbanned. Never going to give you, you up. You think so? Um, we kind of always <laughs> said that Winota was a little bit in a waiting room because every year we're going to see more humans printed, and that means every year Winota is going to get better. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'll ever be a point where it's like, oh, you know, the meta is more powerful now. We could unban Winota. I feel like it's only going to snowball and snowball and snowball, and it, it will never be able to come off. Okay. What do you uh, think, think, Claudio? I think there's a limit to that. Like, while it's true, they're going to print better and better humans, but, like, how much better your humans could get? Uh, of course, like, they could make a one mana to overhunt monster, but, like, that's a hyperbole. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, for Winota to get on bands, the level of the level of interaction in the format would, be, would have to be much higher than it is now. Like, cards NB... like Path, Path Exile, mm-hmm. like, really efficient cards that most most colors mm-hmm. can play um so nothing that has to be specifically played against winota but that most decks can just play uh, regardless to be able to deal with her yeah like just like good rem- good efficient removal because mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems with the decks that it's not super easy to deal with the firm on a far toughness creature in the format like okay only a few decks could afford to play interaction that lined up well with it. Um, mm-hmm. But the issue with unbans is that Wizards only unbans cards when the format is perfectly balanced but has not been changed for a, changing for a while. So mm. they can't ban anything, so they have to unban something. So we would have to see something like that in the future for Winota to get unbanned and like the removal mm. be better than it is now. Which is mm-hmm. hard, when hard, the, like a hard scenario mm-hmm. to achieve. Yeah, when all the conditions are correct or, or right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and this kind of relates to my next question. Um, so, could we have unbanned anything to deal with Winota? So, my whole take earlier, I, I said, you know, we could have unbanned something. Um, and I want to kind of expand on that uh, to kind of keep the Winota decks in. in in control or under control. Winota plays a lot of one toughness creatures. Not a lot of other decks play a lot of one toughness creatures. And if you remember the card that kept one one toughness creatures under control back in the day, and the reason why he got banned um, was uh, Walking Ballista. Uh, there was always a way to kill that you know one toughness creature before it triggered Winota. And because we don't have it in the format, I feel like you know. It, it kind of let Winota just kind of take over. So that's my take. I think if we unbanned Winota, or sorry, unbanned Walking Ballista, we, we could have maybe spared Winota her fate. But what do you guys think? I think it's not Would, efficient enough. Were there any other cards that could have been unbanned to kind of keep Winota, you know, still in the format? Yeah, well, specifically Walking Ballista, I do agree, is probably too slow. You know, it was never a very fast card as mm-hmm. far as winning you know maybe it could help specifically the green the mono green deck against winota mm-hmm. but I, i'm not sure about it and i don't think the combo deck would be a great winota matchup what about having overall sp- though i don't think i don't think any other uh unbannings would help yeah uh specifically with the winota matchup even euro or sorry euro like if, we had euro if i'm if, if i'm looking <laughs> to, to the balance with what i said in mind like i the only thing that could make Winota safe is like strong interaction. There's no mm. strong interaction on the bane list, so I don't think anything mm. would help. 
I mean, Oko, but that wouldn't help. And is you know, Oko Uro are on my list of would never ever for any reason come off the ban list. You could play Oko in you know, the There's a couple Winota things deck. on the ban list. <laughs> yeah, you you just play in the in the Winota deck. You'd play it in every deck. <laughs> I mean, if we had Inverter of Truth back, people would be playing a lot of removal. So just that that doesn't help stuff. though. That yeah. would just make it so that you'd have to spend even more sideboard cards against Inverter, yeah. and that would make your window to matchups worse for every other yeah you're fighting okay. you're, fi- you're fighting a bad guy with another bad guy so that doesn't okay. help anyone. yeah definitely <laughs> we have the anti-hero versus the, the exactly yeah uh all right so I, again kind of connecting to the whole unbannings thing uh whenever we have a ban i like to kind of go over what cards could we see unbanned We've talked about this a couple episodes back, I think, but just kind of relating to what I just said about what will need to happen to get Winota unbanned in the future. Um, what other cards, you know, on the Pioneer ban list could come back if if the conditions were right? So yes, you know, uh, Claudio, you said that uh, you know when the format is kind of stable and they just want to spice things up, they'll add something back in there. But I think that they won't just throw it in there without a way to deal with it as well. So this last question I want to ask you guys, what cards could we see back from the Pioneer uh, band list and what needs to happen for them to come back? Can, I don't know if you guys can just I don't know, choose like two or three or something like that. What would you like to see come back and what needs to happen for it to come back? Mm, I think that usually when the unbanned unban cards, it's just because the power level of the format went um, moved moved off moved uh, moved past it past them. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I, I don't think they usually put answers in the format before releasing them. They just look at the card and like the format is kind of stale, and they look at the card. Oh, we could unban this. It, it's it's safe. Think about like when they did it to Jace the Mind Sculptor and Stunfire Misket mm-hmm. in Modern. Like they look mm-hmm. at the cards and they so yeah, I think these cards are okay with the format now, we can amend them. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking more through those lenses. And is there anything that's getting close to that on the band list? Something that has, you know something the format has already passed up power level wise? So before Winota got banned, I might have been able to say you could try Field of the Dead again. You know, like I said, we weren't seeing Omneth decks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I would think that a deck that needs to get to five, and six Golos. turns uh, without a ton of interaction could have a lot of problems. Uh, now, I think that's less likely, but I think that it's not that far down. Um, I think similarly, maybe there was a room to try a Smuggler's Copter just to play with the power level of the format. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think I have some better ones. You know, first I would say Kethys is not any reason to have it banned right now. Uh, You could completely unban that and it would not see play because, you know, outside of me having fun with it, because it just, uh, it's lost so many of its pieces, Mm -hmm. especially when Winota was around, Mm -hmm. it just had really no chance. Uh, It needs to not die to removal. It needs to not die to graveyard hate. And it lost everything unfair it was doing with Deferi, Uro. It also just lost another piece, if I remember right. Um, oh, it lost Luris, which is another important card mm-hmm. for it. Okay. Uh, you know, Luris probably wouldn't be... You know, so now it's less likely to unban now that Winota's gone, but I wasn't too high on it needing to be banned when it did. Uh, maybe the only one I could think of would be like Nexus of Fate is 
kind of dinky and we don't have wilderness reclamation anymore so i could see it being a perfectly fine card Mm -hmm. but i know that one is not a ton of fun for people particularly Mm. in paper so i could see that being a reason to just and also cost wise like it'll become so expensive because you can't get them yeah i mean they could reprint it it is one of those funny things where like people complain about it being super expensive because it was a box topper Mm -hmm. but it actually had a lot more in circulation than other mythics from the same set usually if they think about unbending something they can like usually maybe try to reprint it like with like they did with jace it would be a disaster if they unbend jace and didn't reprint it Mm -hmm. so i I think it does that point is fine you have to think about that you... that as well. Like when you're unbundling something, you have to add to the format. So, why are you, what are you adding when you unbund something like Nexus of Fate? Like I'm not sure what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Like um, you're only giving it to like one deck, kind of. Instead, that's of, not that's you know, not really... very fun. Mm-hmm. Like to uh, yeah, what, what do you decks think, and Claudio? stuff like that. Um, are I there think... any cards that you think are close to being unbanned? I think I agree with with Katis. Um, a card that always puzzles me is Copter. Uh, mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure how good it would be right now if it wasn't on mm. today. I might be wrong about that, but I think it would be fine. But like, it's hard to know without without testing it. Mm-hmm. And another card that I think I would like to see unbanned at some point is Ballista because I like the Heliod deck. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem with that is like mono green would be so busted with ballista. Mm-hmm. So we get the hardened not... scales back too. I want to play that again. Yeah. So I'm not sure we're going to see walking ballista getting banned anytime soon. Like mm-hmm. the rem- the the current decks just makes such a good use of it. Well, also current stops it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you don't want to devote like devolve into Karn versus Karn wars. Nice. Uh, I think that's kind of it. Like everything else is kind of going to stay banned forever. I hope. Like the mm-hmm. Oopsa spell card, the Fetchlands. I mm-hmm. think you don't want to introduce something like Field of the Dead, because like mm-hmm. in the same way that you don't want we notice the aggro, like the ultimate aggro deck, For you don't control. want the the so ultimate mid range deck being Field of the Dead decks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's a few cards that could be banned if you unbanned, or that could be unbanned if you banned something else. Like I think that Felidar would be fine without Sahili. I think Ballista might be okay on its own, but would definitely be okay if we banned Heliod. Mm-hmm. I think Inverter would be fine if we banned Thassa's Oracle. I don't mm-hmm. think Heliod um, is the biggest could, problem when you have Ballista. I think Mono Green is. It might not be. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you used to see play in the Mono Green ramp deck with uh, like Ugin and stuff like that, just because it just makes so much mana. Yeah, like people played it with Vivian Archbone Ranger as well. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that was a strong combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree with all the the choices you guys made. All right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about, or do you want to wrap it up? Mm. I'm fine to wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, you know, like we said, big news week. Uh, we were happy to get you on the show to talk about this. If you've got anything last minute, make sure to just tweet it out at us or uh, let us know. I'm going to be posting all kinds of brews, doing a lot of brewing this week. Uh, it's fun for me, you know, with with these cards being banned, I'm trying out a lot of things. Most of them will end up being bad anyways, but I like to dream. So 
that's me. Uh, if you guys want to follow us, I'm at MTG Pioneer. That's the best place to follow me and Ryan to get news about the show, about everything Pioneer related. We tweet and retweet all kinds of great stuff for the uh, the format. And you guys can find me on uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist on Twitter. Uh, and uh, Claudia, you want to shout out uh, Tac Talk so people can go listen to your episode? Yeah, you can find me at Claudio8MTG on Twitter, on Twitch as well. You can listen to our podcast talk, uh, Tech Talk, TAC Talk, on Spotify as well. Um, mm-hmm. You can also maybe take a look at our Patreon. That's also uh, Tech Team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it after this. I need some more podcast for my uh commute to yeah, work i got like 15 minutes of it left it's perfect nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you for joining us on the show we really appreciate hearing your opinions i uh, you know been trying to hear the opinion of everybody in the community after this big banning yep no problem all right thank you guys for joining us we are the first pioneers podcast we look forward to being your go-to source for pioneer information online uh the first pioneers are banning out 